Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host, Barra Carlin, and with me today, I have Milo and Mills on. So this is an episode that's going to be very different to the usual, you know, we bring somebody on, chat about what they're working on, all that kind of carry on. This is an episode, basically, that stems from me, Milo, and Mills in Sinead talking about our favorite, you know, films, comic books, video games, all that kind of carry on. So we're like, oh, but we do a nice, real relaxed episode where we all come together and chat about it in great detail. So we'll be covering stuff like From Software Games, Marvel Comics, Batman, Star Wars, all that kind of carry on, anything, you name it. And it was a very, very, very fun conversation. So it was nice to do a little bit something different for the podcast for a change. So I really hope you've enjoyed the episode. Um, I had a blast recording. It really was hilarious. Um, some very, very controversial opinions, particularly Mills's opinion about Star Wars. So uh, you have that to look forward to. But uh, Milo nearly left the room during that one. So <laughs> anyway, I'll get on with the episode. Here's a the theme music by Zach Stevenson. another episode of the who art thou podcast i'm with mills and milo from shanae it's good to have you this episode is basically a combination of talking about nerd stuff from that bar for the co- past couple of months how he's getting on all good thank you for having us you're very welcome i'm, milo. I'm here i'm alive i'm happy to be here <laughs> so i think we'll do the first thing is milo claims that he's better than elden ring at me <laughs> no i mean just before the freaking just before this fracking i'm gonna go all completely nerd with my curses if i'm going to be cursing just before this fracking podcast, I did admit to you, he's got no death runs on Dark Souls 1. The best I can do is say that I max level every time I play one of the Dark Souls games. And I I try to get everything and I try to go for all the, the platinums and things like that. You're you're very much Elden Ring's the best one. No. 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 You keep... You keep <laughs> Elden, it is. Elden Ring would be... The, in my head, Elden Ring is probably the best one if you've never played a Dark Souls game oh, yeah, before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because there's no brick walls in your progression. Like if you get to a boss that you can't beat, there's plenty of other places that you can turn around and go to and have some fun, level up, get better gear, get stronger, whatever, and come back later. Things like Dark Souls is like the first Dark Souls, for instance. It's like... <laughs> Mills is shooting herself in the head. Think, think about <laughs> it. Think about it. You're going up against... The, say that even the, the, the first... The bridge boss, not the Taurus demon. Oh, the scarab. Oh, the one the, that you drop down. The, oh, the um, the you, asylum demon. No, you can climb up the tower. Oh, the, that's the Taurus demon, yeah. All right. Even that boss, if you don't know about the plunge, and say it's your first time playing Dark Souls, yeah. right? And you try to beat that boss. And by the time you get to that, maybe you're at level 15 or 20 or something like that. You're if not going yeah. yeah, <laughs> to be very powerful. If you don't know the tricks at that lower level, it's a brick wall. You mm. can't go any further. Your only option is to have known about the master key and have taken it. Yeah. If you don't know, if you can't beat that boss or you don't have that master key, you can't go any further. You can only go backwards. One of the meanest things I ever came across in Dark Souls, which is, I think is a prime example of you saying that it's not fair, is at the beginning you get to choose items. And for whatever our reason, there's a ring that it says that it's like super valuable, whatever. Um, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. It doesn't do anything. Nothing. And you're wondering for your whole playthrough, going, why the fuck do I have well, this I ring? I never played Dark Souls, but can you sell the ring? That will change. Pardon? So don't worry. Can you sell the ring? 
No, I, I never played the game. You can't sell stuff in Dark Souls. For the longest oh. time, there was a story going around that it was like the uh, the Skull Ring in mm. Elden Ring, and I know there was a version in Dark Souls Three as well. But basically, it would attract aggression oh, from really? enemies from a further distance. But I think that was eventually disproven. Is that okay. it's literally just a it's um, a pretty necklace. No, that's pretty- really bad. <laughs> yeah, I say so. Well, it can be. It can be. It like. My favorite thing to do with the Dark Souls games mm. is actually to be a Sunbro. My current character is called Sunbro Bob. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so what I will in Elden Ring, what I will do is I will, uh, you know, the thing where you can send your your summoning thing to near and far. Yeah, yeah. Wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, the amount of times I've been in the middle of fighting a boss and been like, he's there, and then you get summoned by somebody. Come fight like, O and S with me. <laughs> you know. But it's my favorite thing to do. And, and in multiplayer, there is an argument for saying that if the enemies are attracted to you, they're not attracted to the host. Oh, yeah. You get me? Yeah. yeah. So for my mentality of being Sunbro Bob and being all for get <laughs> protect the host at all costs, at all costs, I die doesn't matter. The host gets to where he needs to go. That's my... I'm a mercenary. I'm there for the souls. I'm getting what I want. The very least I can do is make sure he gets through. So occasionally I have used it. Mm-hmm. And it does give you that cool, cool Sith eyes thing with the, with the red glowy eyes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, I know Sith eyes are yellow. I apologize. Don't, don't give out to me Star Wars fans. Um, <laughs> but you, you get what I'm saying. I do get what you're saying, uh, yes. I, and in a lot of ways. That can, and it can be fun too. Because, you know, like, especially with my way of playing... I get to max level or I start getting to ridiculous numbers like level 300 or whatever mm. to have and you're helping somebody on new game two or three or something like that. It's like, you kind of need every enemy in the map to be coming at you to make it a little <laughs> bit more challenging. You know what I mean? I just, I find like even as I do the deathless runs, I find people who do no hit runs is like, where have even the jo- the that's, enjoyment in that? <laughs> that's a level of masochism I just can't. Yeah, no, I, I, mean, I enjoy it. watching them sometimes. But it's for, crazy. For, for, for playthroughs, honestly, for me, it's more about the, the commentary than the skill of involved. It could be brilliant at the game. Never get hit. Beat every boss with one hit using the very right weapon. All that stuff bores me to tears if they can't talk while it's going. Like, they can come back and record over it. Mm. But for instance, if if I see a video and it says no commentary, I'm not watching it. I don't care how good it is. Well, that's I remember watching one. There's a guy who completed Dark Souls one. Then he right away he played Dark Souls two, then three, and then Sekiro, and then Demon Souls, and he did them all in a row without getting hit. Oh my god! In how, one sitting. How pissed off was he when Elden Ring came? Out? He di- oh he he, <laughs> he died. He killed the Elden Beast. And then died just as he killed it. So he had to start all over again from the very beginning. Oh, no. Yeah. No, you don't call that a loss. You yeah, call yeah. that a... No. Tragic. He, d- he normally, he just rages. This time he just went, I guess that's a draw. And then he went to the chat. He goes, does it count? And they were like, no, do it no, again. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> that is some, that is some evil chat yeah, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. right there. I mean... But you could you could look at it as the, the chat just really enjoyed it and they want to see it again. You know what yeah, I mean? But it's just it's mental. But when you say he went back to the start, you mean did he go back to Dark Souls one or did he go back to Dark Souls one? No, so he, he finishes off the Elden Beast dies in Elden Ring dies, and then he goes all the way back to I Dark think Souls so, one. Yeah, if I remember correctly, yeah, because the whole is known as like the God Run. Oh, but sorry, Bloodborne's included in there as well. Oh, and, and, Demon, and Demon Souls. 
Demon Souls as well, yeah. So hold on. If you did okay, in order his name's the happy his name's the happy hob. That's what his name. Now I don't like his chat because I find it like unbelievably toxic. But um it is fun. It is fun to watch him. It's more it's more more fun to watch him not do it than it is for him to do it. You know, you're like, fuck, he got through the Dark Souls 3. Yeah, kind of like watching the, the, the fighter that you hate get beat up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, pay, <laughs> you, you pay to watch. You don't care that the other guy wins. <laughs> you're, you you really want to see him lose. I get you, I get you. Yeah, I know. Uh, most fun play style, do you think? Oh, gosh, we're getting into, like, serious questions that'll get me beaten up on the internet now. <laughs> don't worry, we'll get um, on to favorite game in a second, because I know you see it. My first play... Th- Okay, apart from first time years ago playing Dark Souls 1 the first time, because mm. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Yeah. Every time now with a new Souls from software game, including Elden Ring that I've played, I've always started off as a strength build yeah. that will eventually gain some faith. Yeah. Maybe just a little bit if I'm keeping it at 150 or 125 or whatever the meta is. Or if I'm going for my my cheeky max build, <laughs> it, it'll end up like 80, 80, 80. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah, yeah. I've got, like on my 333 car, I'm Sunbro Bob at the moment. He's at level 333. I love that name so much. His strength is 80. His faith is 80. His dexterity is 24. So as I can use, use the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, sweeps and stuff, sword, yeah. you know what I mean? But... That would I would consider that basically I'm putting a faith build on top of a strength build. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I got to 150, 160. My strength build is complete. I think I'll start a, a, a faith character now. On top of that, <laughs> you know, why start all over again? You know, why not just... And, and maybe limit yourself to only using... I will do that. I will occasionally say, okay, well... I'm going to continue on with this character, but for this new game cycle, I'm only going to use the Faith. Or if I'm past Faith now and I'm now going from level 350 to 400, whatever the next thing is, and say it's Int. Now my Int at the moment is 14. So on my next playthrough, it's going to be like starting from scratch, but having to pay a couple of million per level. Oh, yeah, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be on that. I'm going to be on trying to level up Int hundreds of hours you know if I just use it you know yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, well actually we'll do, we'll do what's your favourite game in, in general no, I know oh. you, you surprised me with your one I didn't think you were going to say the God game that you God of War yeah I think it's absolutely brilliant like the story the gameplay um, especially the game mechanics mm. I love melee like don't get me wrong I can shoot stuff I'm, <laughs> I, I'm a good shot 360 no scope but <laughs> With the I axe? Think, with the axe, I'm deadly with the axe, okay? Like, it... Going blind now. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, Which you, think, can, you can throw the axe, like... Oh, well, yeah, you can throw the axe. And, and it comes and, back to you. And you can build abilities with the different axe as well. Like, I, I know it can go and fire. I don't know how people do that. It can. The There's, axe can? I think so. No. Oh, wait, or is it the fire blades? No, the blades go The, the blades, blades, blades go, go fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah. The axe oh, is ice. Yeah, I thought the axe was frost. <laughs> I, I haven't played it, so I don't Have you not played it? I'm not a God of War fan. Yeah, I I played How it and I won't. not be one? Oh, you're going to... I played you're, the you're original games way back in the day and they were okay for me, but... 
Milo, the gameplay, the storyline between it, like a ca- father and a son, a father who's so di- emotionally distant from his son, his son who is trying to grieve, who's not realizing that Kratos is a, has the ability to feel <laughs> upset and to grieve as well. He's so emotionally distant and his son is desperate like to show some and to receive some love and support from his dad. And then throughout the game, you just see a relationship build. And this is when Atreus finally leaves the house, gets to explore. It's absolutely beautiful, like the steps it takes towards the end when... Yeah, well, don't ruin it for people, even though... Yeah. Well, okay, I'm not going to spoil Spoiling. anything, but <laughs> it is like a beautiful and a ending. More, and it's more, it's like five. There's a bond. Yeah. There's that bond you've been looking for throughout the whole game. And I think it's absolutely beautifully done. I didn't it's like not it. because of my daddy issues now, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's absolutely fabulous, you know? I didn't enjoy it when I played it. I liked the story. I just didn't like the gameplay. But apparently the second oh, the was- gameplay is- if you know what you're doing, it's absolutely See, I hate, I hate puzzles. You will never see me. I love puzzles. <laughs> You'll never no, see me play a game of puzzles. I didn't like in Portal 2 because it's purely puzzles. Yeah. But there are, and they're not too difficult. And I'm not afraid to say that, okay, there was one or two where I needed to look up on YouTube. There's this one puzzle where you had these red vines. I had no idea, like, how to get to a certain chest because I'm like, okay, I'm destroying it. Okay, it keeps growing back. What do I do? It took me a while to figure out, oh, you're supposed to kill them all simultaneously. Like the red vines will be lined up, throw your axe, they have to be destroyed simultaneously. I don't remember that it's, one. It's all angles. It's yeah. math stuff, you know, like your trigonometry in school. You're simultaneous. <laughs> so, simultaneous. Simultaneously, equations. yeah, yeah. Simultaneous <laughs> equations. They're going to come into use. <laughs> Finally, something you learned in math class is actually useful. Favorite boss fight in a game? Okay, so this is for both. Of, be... This is for both of you, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You go well, no, you, you go ahead, and I'll, then I'll go with my favorite game, and, <laughs> and then he's going to try and ask me about favorite boss fight and that, and he's going to be in real trouble. Why? Because my favorite game is XCOM Two. My favorite game is XCOM One. <laughs> yes, but that's because you know you're a nostalgic person, oh, and, I, and I always want the new hotness. <laughs> and even though that's like what 15, 13, 15 years for XCOM Two. Oh, it's not. Is it that old? It's at least ten or twelve. I, wow. I, I maybe I don't know. I'm not great with that. But like, when you think about it, there's no bosses. There's not a there's the, the, the DLC, final battle. The, the but, DLC gives you bosses though. Yeah, and they're they're very by the, annoying. By the time you get, <laughs> by the time you get to them, you're usually so overpowered that they're. Well, the, like. there's one that teleports that I remember drove me. No, the brute one, I think, that just made everybody stronger drove me absolutely crazy. There's a big giant one. The teleporting one's fine if you have, like, the close quarter people. They can just shotgun them straight away and you're good. What, uh, do you ever play XCOM? No, um, I've seen Milo play it. Yeah, it's good fun. Um, I don't know. I was more of a rabbits in Mario. Oh, kind of. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. That's good too. <laughs> it's basically, it's basically it's the same thing, but game. just yeah. like PG and friendly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's friendly and cute. <laughs> what, I, what I used to do with XCOM was I'd name all my uh, guys after people that I knew. So I'd be like, oh no, like there's Chris, Chris is dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've actually done that. Chris has, don't tell him. And I, he won't listen to this because it's me. But, <laughs> <laughs> like Chris, Chris, Akira and Mills have all been part of my most recent playthrough. <laughs> on XCOM. No, I, I, yeah. I, no, How many I, times did I die, Milo? You. How many times have you killed? Well, you people? can only die once. Once yeah. you're dead, you're once gone. Once you're dead, you're you're you're, you're kind of <gasps> gone. That's why you name them after. That's why you name them after your friends, because then they're gone, gone. No, no, 
I, I live streamed it and just, one of the guys died because he was next to a car that I forgot to move him on the turn <laughs> and then the car blew up and he was gone. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> just just because I think this is funny just for two seconds. Yeah, yeah, go on. Say. So Chris was obviously the heavy. So he's got, <laughs> you know, the oh, yeah, machine yeah. going and all that stuff. Kira was the uh, sniper. Nice. And Mills was ranger. So like What's sword, ranger? close so combat. Close with sword hey! and shotgun, right? Yeah. <laughs> But these three guys are fighting alongside Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> um, Please tell me you gave him psyops abilities. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Jean-Luc Picard was, I think he was a medic. All right, okay. Um, but uh, That's very apt as well, but, to be fair. Uh, Charles Xavier. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, so basically I made Sir Patrick Stewart yeah. twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind of way. Most of my characters would have been based off x-men star trek star wars mm. you know it's like and it's weird because you get strange combinations especially when you hit that button that says draw from pool yeah because yeah, yeah. then you'll get like you know you've created guys from every university now <laughs> i've got bruce wayne fighting alongside fucking hugh jackman what was bruce like, wayne whatever the fuck you know <laughs> some weird shit you didn't say what the favorite boss was though in xcom 2 i don't know that i've well Probably the, the 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 sniper from the DLC, the the sniper one. Oh yeah, he's a pain in the hole. <laughs> he's my favorite for the simple reason that once you get his weapon, the rest of the game is it's a doddle. Yeah, yeah. You know, you put that weapon on a on a sniper that has high ground and has the extra. Yeah. As, you know, and suddenly it's the your sniper's killing everything. Is the uh, there's a there was a perk in the first one where it's like if you kill them with your starting shot, you can shoot again. It's is not, that is that on the second one? No. That was that broke the first one. Once you get a snoop, oh, because once you get super powerful gun and you get them up on high ground, you get like a critical bonus, so you can just oh, go bang, hey. bang, bang, and just take them all out. And bear in mind, he can see anything. Oh, so hey. he can see. There is a version of it. Yeah, that is cool. It's, yeah, it's it kind it, it breaks the game. I don't give it to my players anymore because it makes the game too easy. You see, that's. I know. I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> I don't know, but you you like a challenge. It's... <laughs> You know what I'm about to say, but your millions of listeners have no idea what I'm about to say. <laughs> millions of those Russian bots. <laughs> having, 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 challenge runs, having challenge run characters, having challenge run playthroughs, that's fun. Don't get me wrong. But like I was saying to you before we started, it seems a little ridiculous when Batman is getting beaten up by fucking Yeah, well, we know that, yeah. You know what I mean? So you want him to be overpowered. But that's going di- up against that. Oh, well, Arkham Knight, I like. I'm all about getting the Batmobile and just running people over. It's great fun. <laughs> Mill's favorite boss fight. Do you remember that um, joke, loophole? What? <laughs> Batman doesn't kill people. He just yeah, runs people. A, it was the yeah. Batmobile. Yeah, loophole. Literally run a fucking armor tank into people and just it just electrocutes them and bounces them out of the way. It makes no sense at all. And you can crash their cars <laughs> as if they don't survive that. <laughs> but the best thing is, is they put that they put the loophole joke into the Christian Bale. Batman movies against Ray Al Ghul. Yeah, well, that's the I most... don't have to save you. Yeah, it was just... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I won't... Yeah, no, I I have a big issue with the uh, the way the Batman's depicted in those films. I don't like Christian Bale as Batman. I might be in the minority do, of that. I do love like him Christian in Batman Bale. Begins. After that, I was like, this voice is ridiculous. The thing that annoys me about the Batman movies is that I like Batfleck. Yeah, I'm like really, Batman. really angry at myself for liking Batfleck because I was going to, I was all ready to hate him. <laughs> I'd seen Daredevil. You, well, <laughs> you know we, won't, I mean? we won't talk about Daredevil. But the problem is he came in and he was really, yeah, he, he was, was really good. good. Yeah, he was good. 
And he, he's probably, and that suit. That's in the first, suit, in the first uh, one. Uh, uh, the one that you actually get in Arkham Knight. Oh yeah, Batman versus Superman, that suit, yeah. There that it is. is. The Batman oh, not Return the armoured one, just the, no, the... the Batman Return suit, yeah. Oh my God, that is just probably one of my favourite Batman suits of all time, you know what I mean? Uh, other than, and I hate to say this because usually when it comes to Batman, I'm a bit more classic. But other than that, my be- my favourite Batman suit would have to be Batman Beyond. Oh yeah, because that is just so <laughs> nice. Mills, did Why you did watch it that take show? the next generation for Batman no, to get wings? It's a but. So it was a show. It would have started. So Batman, there was Batman the animated series, and the next one was basically Batman is now old, so they get a new guy. It's based in the future. Well, yeah, like I, I never really saw the point of Batman. He's not technically a superhero. He doesn't have yeah. powers. He's just a really rich guy who uses money the right way. Actually, yeah, you know, who buys really cool stuff and gadgets, can do a bit of parkour. <laughs> and yeah, okay, he's going to get old. He never had powers to begin with. The only power he can give is, here's my, my money, now be me. Milo can't even look at you right now. <laughs> I, I never saw the appeal with him. For, okay, I mean, and he likes bats. But he's like, deep and so he's dark. I. I'm not a superhero. I can do a bit of parkour. I can. No, I can't fight. And I talk a lot of shit for someone who can't fight. I'll admit to that. But I never saw him as a proper superhero compared to all the other heroes who actually have powers. Well, would you say the same for Iron Man? I mean, his suit is so cool. Just so Nothing. It and just you, has to be never, a wing. You've never seen the hell of that. That's, no. that's what it is. You haven't read enough Batman. Yeah. You haven't seen the hell of that. I, I, I'm more of a Marvel fan. <gasps> yeah, that's all right. Nothing wrong with that. By the way, my, uh, I'm going to speak for Barra here for a second. Myself and Barra are in no way associated with Mills and her opinions <laughs> on Batman. Uh, any complaints that you have for Mills, please send them directly to her. <laughs> not to us. <laughs> because as far as I'm concerned... Batman doesn't have no superpowers. Batman has basically whatever superpower he wants at the time. Yeah, if he's given enough time to prep, as they say. Because he's he's able to replicate everything. Yeah. There was a story, he comes back, one of the many, many times he comes back from the supposed dead and he doesn't uh, tell anybody he's back in Gotham and he creates... Okay, I mean, if I died, I wouldn't tell anyone I'm back either. That's a whole new identity right there. He creates a new suit for himself. It's called the Outsider Suit. So obviously it's from like he's getting some inspiration from his old things, but he's got pretty much all the powers of the JLA built into the, to, suit. the one suit. Yeah. So like you it's a bit say, broken to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not Batman, is it? it it's, it's just the same guy, but a different superhero. It's Batman in like totally prepared, and that's his. That is okay, his, so he had that is his superpower. Wow. Yeah. Preparation is his superpower. Like, come on. We, we still haven't got Mills' favorite boss fight. Oh God. Thank you. Sorry, I apologize. It's all right. It's all right. Come on. Um, I'm going to go back to God of War here and say the Valkyries. This, is a Sigrun is the final one? That's a good question, actually. I, I think try, Sigrun's I the final one. That, like, I hated that, but that boss fight was so difficult. So hard. I, I don't remember what difficulty I played it on, but I found it, like, fair enough. Like, a lot of the boss fights will have patterns in them. Mm. This is why I really like the Valkyries. Now, each Valkyries is completely different. You have to defeat nine altogether. They get increasingly difficult mm. more and more. It is an actual real good challenge. And now, you're only really... You're only supposed to fight them once you finish the game. 
and the loot they drop it's so fucking rewarding compared to the other boss fights in the game oh yeah well like that's the yeah, other the, well, that's, that's the whole game, point yeah. of like encouraging a player to defeat a difficult boss well that's, that's i hate playing loot. a game where like some like especially like an rpg like i remember playing fallout 3 for the first time i don't know if you've ever played it i played the fourth one. Oh, you played the fourth one okay well when you finish the third one before the dlc the game ends even and though it's like a massive RPG. Do you ever play Milo? Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. annoying. You, you, don't, Wait, you, like you it, can't go back into the world. You can't go back into the world. Yeah, it's boss, very, yeah. very frustrating. And it that is, is so frustrating. And it's so stupid because basically it's like, Fallout 3's been out long enough, we can rule the ending. But it's like, there's this radioactive tank and you have to like install this canister or something in it. Even if you have a super mutant who can't get killed by radioactivity, yeah. he still goes, like as your partner, he'll go, no, this is your journey. You must take And you're like, get the fuck in I there. Will, I, I will die. not take this glory from you. <laughs> yeah, something, something like stupid like that. Dying. And the robots are the same. The robots are like, no, this is the hero's journey. You're like, shut the fuck. Get in there. I, <laughs> I'm your the friend. Reward, the reward for beating the game, for saving the wasteland is... Death. Death. <laughs> you know, it was, it's one of the most the frustrating endings and and then I didn't play it for years and then the DLC came out and I was like you know I, I didn't know anything about the DLC and it's like yeah you know the DLC retcons that you can play play on now it made no sense is that what the DLC is you just don't die yeah basically well wow. it's a whole another add on to the story but oh, okay. more, okay. more or less There's it's like more, more or less it's like you don't die but uh, yeah it made made no sense at all <laughs> You see the thing about I, I was always more of an Elder Scrolls guy than I like I played yeah the I'd be Elder games, Scrolls as well or at least I played two three and four I definitely I played hundreds of hours of four I quite like the build I the, love four they finally got the base mechanic right in four mm. I thought seventy six was such a joke I'm not gonna lie well so did most people it was well, yeah. a critical failure <laughs> like for example you know the way like in Fallout three you need to fix your guns you need a yeah yeah like a, mechanic kit for it so what happened in fallout npcs you can talk to yeah so when i got it right i was under the impression that you have the option to play single player nope nope you need friends you need friends and i i went to an all-girl school all-girl catholic school there wasn't a lot of gamers there especially ones who played fallout 76 so that was already my first problem second of all okay so you need to fix your gun no problem then they decided, okay, now you have to pay for them or they're ridiculously hard to find. Yeah. I loved Fallout 4. Loved it. It was the only one I played so far. I'm, I've been meaning to play New Vegas. But it, it, it's painful to see that it became a pay-to-win game. Did, that was painful to see. Well, did you ever hear about the Duffel Kerfuffle? The what? The, 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 the uh, it's, so the Duffel Kerfuffle, as it's known on the internet, was basically they, if you pre-ordered the, the Fallout 76 yeah. and gave like a lot of extra cash, they'd give you like a, they would give you a duffel bag, like a survival's duffel bag yeah. that had a bunch of extra stuff in it, like little kind of memorabilia or whatever for Fallout 76. What eventually became is, do you know those kind of little bags that you'd put your football boots in? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you got instead with no sh- shit in it. And then there was like a Brotherhood of Steel mask that they had to do a huge recall on because they all had, um, uh, what's that stuff that you got in your ceiling in, the, in America? Oh, uh, asbestos. Asbestos in the, oh the asbestos God, in the making yeah, of them. Oh, <laughs> you, got these, you got these, these weren't digital things in games. No, were they, were, they were an actual that you could wear and they had to return all of them because like, they had asbestos a... in them. And you know, well, there was a couple of people who just didn't pick Didn't the return them. Yeah, it's like, ah. you know, you know <laughs> oh, well. a faulty version of this is going to be worth more, more. <laughs> in 20 years time because I'll be the only one who has one yeah. of them. 
And if I can't sell it, then I can just asbestos sue them or something. Asbestos is so dangerous as well, but yeah, you know it, there's people. It cause causes, cancer? causes cancer, yeah. It's yeah. really dangerous. Well, well no fair. It's what doesn't cause cancer. True. But um, I'm trying to think what's the next question. Oh, uh, do you do you read any comic books, Mills? Um, you can say indie no. Indie ones, to be honest. What? Like, I like indie my indies, so at the moment I'm reading Fables. I was a big fan oh, of The Oh, you were telling me about Us. Fables, yeah. The yeah, Among so Us, yeah. to anyone who doesn't know what Fables is, if you play The Wolf Among Us, basically <laughs> the fairy tale game, it's based on the comic called Fables. So it's about, you know, your fa- fairy tale characters, Snow White, Cinderella, what if they survive till the modern world? Now, they're like, they're not mortal, but they just live for a very, very long time. Mm. And they live to the point where they're now in the modern world. A lot of them are in debt or they're just not very having fucked. a good life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, drug addictions, prostitution, all this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, that's, that's one of the comics I'm reading at the moment. When I was younger, though, there was one I loved. Uh, I think it was called Anita Blake. She was a vampire slayer. Okay. There was it was a Marvel. I think it was a Marvel one now or DC. I, well, Mar- Milo, you you cover this because I wouldn't. I don't really read that much Marvel. Anita Blake unless is it's Wolverine. completely like indie as well. Like oh, okay, yeah, I, I, that doesn't. No one knows it. <laughs> Nobody knows about it. But I think it's more towards a girly kind of thing because it's like you have a really hot vampire in there. And... Well, there's guys who'd be into that as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, can you blame them? Like, yeah. I'd let the vampire I'm a big fan of vampires anyway. as long as they're not twinkly, as long as they don't glow in the fucking sunlight. I, I, oh I, my god, but he does. Like, he has this I, I told white you. skin, oh. six pack, he glows. That's not He's a trying vampire. to seduce Anita, day, day, but she's not a GQ having model it. with a fucking sin, skin oh, condition. Yeah, give me 30 days a night anytime. I remember, I remember my uncle, God bless him, but he got me uh, Twilight before it was famous. Like right. before it was huge, he was like, he's like, uh, Barra, I did you a huge favor this Christmas. He goes, I know you're big into Stephen King. I was like, I love Stephen King books. And he was like, well, read this. And I opened it. It was Twilight. And bear in mind, like it hadn't be hit the sh- It hadn't become the global sensation that it was. Sensation. So it was a sensation. Yeah, I remember it when it was everywhere. Was, like you had two parties, either who hated it and made memes about it, who well, I remember ch- I remember reading it and it. I got to the point where he sparkled. I went, no. And I threw it at the wall. <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> no, I've seen it. Do you have it? No, but I was going to say that I am not. I'm not a Stephen King fan. I, I don't like Stephen King. I didn't enjoy. I don't like horror. Well, we're sticking to the mic. <laughs> Sorry, I don't like horror. I don't like Stephen King. What I will say is I love. Is that the stand? Richard is it Bachman? Oh, right. interesting. Read, I've never read any of Richard Bachman stuff. By Richard the way, it's the same Bach- person. Like basically, yeah, it's Stephen King just under another pseudonym, yeah. and he's not doing horror, but he's he's doing kind of like. He's doing interesting sci-fi. Did he do sci-fi kind of stuff with it's, it? It's like the, the my, like he did. Okay, The Running Man. If anybody's ever seen the the really old movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger called The Running Man, that's great actually movie. great movie. A Richard Bachman novel. Yeah. Uh, he also did one that I would recommend to anybody to check out called The Long Walk. And um, basically, really quickly now, really quickly, it's a dystopian future, not too far away from now. But it's kind of in a weird way in a 60s American setting. It is the future, but things are a little bit pushed yeah, back. Yeah. If you know it's like that, like that you see the Chicago World of Tomorrow Fair and you're like, how the fuck did they think mm. this was going to happen in 50 years? Uh, and But everybody's kind of stuck in their class financially, socially, all these kinds of ways. And there's only certain ways of progressing past your point. And there's kind of this almost Hunger Games tournament that uh, children can be if they're lucky they get picked to be in it and the idea is 
a hundred kids would be picked every year and they have to start walking and they have to stay over four kilometers an hour. Or they and every first. time they stop, they drop below four kilometers an hour, they get a warning. And on the third warning, there is no warning. There's just a bullet to the back of the head. Lovely. And whoever ah. it is who lives at the end, whoever not gets the furthest, but who survives the longest, whoever is like still walking when it, the last, the second last person, yeah. as you say, drops, wins. Wins like a million dollars and wins like... How has that not been made into a movie? That sounds like an interesting... Pre- especially now with like stuff like Squid Game and all that kind of carry on. It seems like well, a yeah, no brainer. I don't, I don't understand. I think it's because... Well, after It came out. Yeah. Which, was, which I was aware of but didn't... I didn't watch. I'm not a horror fan. I don't... The idea of... If I'm going to have a creepy clown in my life, I want it to be the Joker. Okay? It's... He's... That's my right. creepy clown. That's actually quite fair, yeah. Uh, but... When it came out, I kind of was kind of expecting uh, the long walk and maybe a couple of other studies get talked about, you know what I mean? Mm. But they didn't. And it's like, I don't know if it's because the running man happened and because Arnold Schwarzenegger did it. Maybe whenever that conversation comes up in rooms and with executives and things like that, will we remake the running man? It's like, no, we can't remake the running man because Arnold Schwarzenegger is already... Yeah, it's a classic. Kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. You, you can't do it again. So if it ain't broke, don't but fix why it. Why they don't just turn around and do, like, the long walk or do... Rage. Rage, for instance. Sorry, I, I, I'm looking at the back of it now and I'm, I'm finally remembering the name of it. Rage is basically a, a, a school shooting story. Oh, God. Okay. And that, but that would be... You know, that It'd would be, be quite a apt. Ballsy film to pull off. Ballsy, but... I mean, there has you to could be use, going, You yeah. could do it as a fictional story and you could... You know, I, I just think it'd be, it'd be pretty good. It'd yeah. be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think but Stephen, Stephen King's first film, first book as Stephen King was Carrie. Right. Think, yeah, yeah, which yeah. became like, what, two movies so far? There's, there's three the Carrie three movies now? and there's a sequel as well. Yeah, there's two, there's two, there's a Broadway musical of Carrie too. Yeah, I've seen that one um, as well. They, they, they've all been, fun, ever since, the Sissy Spacek one's the best one, even though it's not really that close to the book. Like the book is... Much book is actually more about a girl finding her sexuality more than it is a horrific horror story yeah. coming from a very like religiously secluded family. Like it does touch base on it when she likes a guy and turns out like he's an actual dickhead. But no, I think Tommy's nice. I think the guy that she goes to the prom with in the book, Tommy, is actually a nice guy, and he does it out of the goodness of his own heart because Sue doesn't go to the Sue doesn't oh go my to God, the prom. No, you're totally right. Yeah. yeah. It was the girl. Yeah, and then she kind of manipulated it to make it look like he was a dickhead, but it turns out he was actually genuine. No, nice I think he was always a nice guy. She gets she gets banned from going to it because of the laughing at Carrie when she gets her period in the shower. So she gets oh told she's God, not allowed yeah. to go to no, prom. Totally and that's right. why they dump the bucket of blood on her head anyway. The yes. rest of the rest of the bullies. But um the book is like a lot more and it's a lot more sad, but it's a great, it's a great book. It's a fantastic book. Yeah, I, I never read a book. I've seen the movies when I was quite young. Like, yeah. This was back when I was in secondary school. Probably her age in the films. But you know? even like, I remember when they did the remake, they got Chloe Grace Moretz to play yes. Carrie. And it's like, Carrie's not meant to be, you know, a Hollywood starlet. Like, she's meant to be kind of... The a very, outcast, the awkward... No, like very a very awkward. kind of ordinary looking girl, yeah. yeah she's not... I mean, like, her, yeah. the actor herself, like, I think she plays it really well. Like, the awkward kind of outcast quiet oh, no yeah. she's gorgeous which is the downfall <laughs> yeah but she does play the awkward kind of anti-social not fitting in kind of character really well well I thought Sissy Sp- I thought Sissy Spacek was a better char- character for her to do I think so too yeah 
But um, that's that's one thing I am start, sorry. It's just you no, touched on something that I was actually thinking about two weeks ago. As I was watching, uh, I, I I finally got around to watching Echo. I, oh, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, I mean, oh, is that the new Disney new Marvel show? It, dep- yeah. it depends on how desperate you are for Marvel content. Not at all at the moment, unfortunately. But, I mean, like I, the, after the one Talos. thing I will say about it is that I love the actress that they got. For Echo, hmm. and I love her because this? I can't. I don't. I don't know her name. I know. I know dead? the character. Is she dead in real life as well? She, I think she's genuinely actually deaf. Hearing impaired. Yeah. Uh, um, mm. But the, the thing about it I like about her is that she. I'm not saying she's. I'm not trying to say that she's not a good-looking woman. Uh, that people wouldn't be attracted to her. But she's not a. She's not a supermodel. Well, you, you know what I mean. I find and so many of these things. Uh, uh, they 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 go looking for the best looking yeah. woman. And no, in this case, it would appear that they went looking for the right person for the yeah, job. Yeah, like she plays, a, she plays off a badass person. looking as well. Mm. So she lo- she looks the part of somebody who is a mercenary. She like looks like somebody who actually, actually kick death your ass. Yeah, yeah. Playing a She doesn't character. look like somebody who would snap in half if she threw a fucking roundhouse kick. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't look like, like her foot would fall off when she made connection. It looked like she yeah. would actually hurt somebody. But- but that's, um, that's I don't know I if it, I don't know if it's like a Hollywood thing, but I find that it's like, oh, why is it like when men get super buff for films? It's like, yeah, do that. And then when the female superhero who's meant to be absolutely fucking shredded, they're like, oh, no, keep your figure and keep, you know, kind of keep good. It's no, like, no, no fucking no, get no. fucking jacked. <laughs> and you also I find they never have good I, armor as well, especially in video games. You know, oh, but like the, the, that well, we can talk. Some of the most the most egregious one I've ever seen, right, is in Oblivion, where you get the fur armor, right? The in the fur armor in Oblivion, the male one is completely covered in like a like kind of a bear skin kind of yeah. thing almost. Like a head to toe. Do you know what the female one is? A bikini. It's a bra. Bikini. It's a bra. <laughs> wow, for a bra. Oh my god. I mean, it's, it's a me. It's a oh me. Have you ever seen? There's a oh god, I won't remember the name of them now, but that they're really really good. It's a, a YouTube channel. They do. Uh, they do an awful lot of videos basically based on about video games and they do a great line on the Fortnite games and they do a, a great kind of skits on RPGs and this, that and the other. Yeah, yeah. And it'll come to me later and I'll give them credit for it. I apologize but for not remembering their name right now. Um, but they do a very, very good skit on the on the fur bikini. On, I think on I've, female I think I've seen oh, it. Oh, I yeah. know the one you're on about. Yes, I know that YouTube channel. Girl walking along the street. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen and it too, she yeah. just sees like perfect full armor lying chain on the ground. Like, yeah. Full <laughs> chainmail that anybody would say, yeah, that will keep me safe. And that she just picks it up and the second she picks it up, it just turns into a, like a little spangly bikini. <laughs> like, it's like, come on. That's, yeah. It's kind of like, I think no. that's being done out of the way because like, I think... Viva la Dursley. Yes. Yes, v- that's them. Viva la Dursley. Oh, Viva. Viva, sorry. Highly right. recommend them. Even oh, I agree. They're channel. from New Zealand or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, they're... I think Baldur's Gate was funny. the first game that I played where that wasn't an issue. The, if you wear armor as a, girl, as a female character, you actually are wearing armor. Like. I'm protected. <laughs> yeah. Like, the they protect the most No, no, you do not. Fantastic. Oh, wait, I, I think... No, I don't think so. It's same, but actually, but Dark Souls... The FromSoft games are fairly good for that. If you're wearing a female character and you wear an armor you don't really notice the the, f- the only, I, I believe the only way you can actually get a from software female character into a bikini is to not put it not put clothes on her yeah <laughs> you know and i don't i don't i don't see why yeah why would you do why would you not put on armor just for 
like no one of my favorite things about that that kind of the horny gamer thing that i always thought was hilarious was there was a rumor when the first laura, uh, laura croft game yeah. came out yeah. you know uh, the, yeah but no but like the, when the first one came out uh there was basically rumors online that there was a cheat code that you could get her to be naked <laughs> right and it was something like r1 r2 or something one of the typical left, yeah. left right yeah, yeah yeah but then in the, when when tomb raider 2 came out if you put that code in that the alleged code that was that it got her naked uh she self-destructed she blew up <laughs> i love that and it failed your game fabulous. <laughs> but now there's so many mods out there that can make it ah this is long before it. everything people be I mean, modding okay, games look men, I, I men get lonely <laughs> and sometimes porn is not enough you know <laughs> you want to see your favorite video game character oh, that no, you play no come games. on come on no come on it's a bit creepy <laughs> i think i think it reached the pinnacle with quiet in Metal Gear Solid. Oh, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was, just, that was really ridiculous. She just, had to be she had to be half naked so she, her skin could breathe or something. It was yeah, and she was always sweaty. There was a shower yeah, scene or something. Had her. Yeah, her, yeah like, I was fucking know, so. Like, Come on, man. no, <laughs> no. Let's not let's not do that in our video games. For crying out loud! I mean, if there's one place where everyone can be. Like completely at an equal, equal level and almost anonymous. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's in video games. So it's like a guy can be playing a girl, a girl could be playing a guy character, and it shouldn't make any difference. You're not going there to to, to be sexually attracted <laughs> yeah, yeah. to well, there are men like that. And I think it's a problem if you brag about excuse it. Excuse me, excuse me. I'd like to say something there. <laughs> yes, there are men like that. There are also women like that. Yes. Oh yeah. So I think the complete percentage. Like, are you kidding me? Kratos is a beautiful like man. Yeah. Like, oh. You know I mean? Or Red Dead Two, Arthur Morgan, oh. his voice. I'm sorry. Like, I'm I'm not afraid to admit Robert that. Robert Clark. He's a beautiful. Yeah. Man. He's a beautiful man, Arthur Morgan. I don't know. Maybe it's the bad boy in him or the voice or. He was so good taking care of the kid going fishing i find his character too. so depressingly sad i won't ruin the ending but like god damn that game so after I, I after, after act two after it. act two it becomes a really depressing game to play like the story in it is is rough like if you take the time he does open up a little bit like if you take the time to spend well, it's the, the way you play him because there's a moral system in it so if you play no, him as a nice, if you play him a nice guy he's he's a lot nicer to people in the story yeah, if you're a nice guy you still die of consumption yeah you do yeah well, TV or well, don't is this consumption room, just don't a different don't spoil it don't spoil it I finished it I'm in the middle of playing it it's been out no I'm sorry I'm not talking about that anymore but Red Ted 2 has been out for how long 2018 Right. Okay, so I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. If it's been more than a year, I get away with saying whatever the hell I want. I spend you, so much time playing Red Dead Two for my computer just to decide. Nope, I don't want to work anymore. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck my processor. You're not playing games anymore. Do you know how long it took me to be able to afford not a PS Five but a PS Four? I had to get it off my manager and pay him back in installments. And I finally get the chance to play it. I got to the third camp. So many hours spent. Gone. Just gone. <laughs> so I'm playing it again, okay? And I'm sorry I'm not playing it as fast, okay? Because God of War took over my life. At the moment, I'm playing Subnautica. That's finally gonna, yeah. getting over my fear of exploring things with monsters. <laughs> just for the Reaper Leviathan to fuck me in the ass when I decide to explore <laughs> outside my little comfort zone. Just a little bit outside it. Towards the ship that crashed right in front of me. You seem a little angry about it. Dude. Oh my god. That's, Maybe I'm not getting the key. I cry. Maybe not. I, I don't like my horror games. I don't. Because I will cry. If some dude jumps out at me. And I. And your little robot that's. <laughs> so my little 
robot was telling me like, oh yeah, there's no life forms detected. Grand, let me explore. Maybe I can finally progress in this game just for one of the scariest monsters in the game to jump out and scare the fucking hell out of me. I can't... Now I'm constantly thinking, is there, there going to be another one? Is there going to be another one? I don't know, because I progressed and I was enjoying this game so much. <laughs> and I forgot what my point was, but I'm sorry. I think the original question was, what's your favorite comic book as well? So. <laughs> oh, um, I don't read comics. Yeah. Fables. <laughs> I think it's my turn to answer that Yeah, I think, I think maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um... Okay, so I, I I genuinely been thinking about the, the answer to this question since Barra and myself were talking just the other night and I started talking to him about a very... I, I, I wouldn't have thought of it as being obscure or old, but yeah, it hasn't hasn't been done in a while. There used to be a character called Tommy Monaghan uh, and he was born and raised in the cauldron in Gotham City. Oh, and he yeah, was yeah. basically just a regular dude who kind of got attacked by demons and ended As up you with, do in with, Gotham. A, with a weird kind of slightly weird, almost telepathic kind of power. But basically, he never used it. You know what I mean? Um, and the, the, the thing I liked about it was, apart from the couple of weird things that happened, these were real people in this story. Mm. You know what I mean? These were real people and they had to try and survive the craziness that was going on in Gotham City. These weren't people that were established. They, they weren't connected to Batman. They weren't protected by Batman or anything like that. We were talking about a neighborhood that had one or two slight freaks because it's the world yeah, yeah. that they're living in. Of course, if you're living in DC, if you're living in Marvel, there's going to be a mutant. There's going to be a metahuman somewhere living in your block. Literally you know what the I devil. Mean? So that's fairly standard yeah. for that universe. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But these were just regular standard people trying to get through the day. And the way it was written and the way it was drawn, I don't think I'll ever forget it. And Tommy Monaghan is probably one of my favorite characters ever written for the, sim- for the simple fact that he was a... He was a, not necessarily a nice person. I'm not saying that, but he was just a regular guy yeah, yeah. trying to survive in the world of superheroes and villains and things like that. Did you, you know? ever read the, um, it's the standalone Joker comic. It's just called Joker, but it takes place. Basically, it's a guy who's a henchman and he gets told that Joker has been released from Arkham. Now it's told through his perspective, right? but it's just him living with Joker for about two months. Oh, Joker basically just what, crashes in his gaff. Pretty so, much, so yeah. Straight. But it's like, but it's like him going around with Joker around Gotham, and like he starts a gang war with the Riddler or Two Face at some point in it. It's horrific, but it's very. It's like wow, it's a proper Batman's not in it. It's just a proper Joker story, pure crime story. Not it's not, it's not even told through. It's just your man okay. hanging out with Joker. Now it's rough. It's pretty hard to I'd read. I'd like at to points. see more. Like, yeah, a comic I would really love to read one day would be the story of a city with a vigilante, and we we as the reader don't know who the vigilante is. Yeah. We don't know his secret identity. Well, it's interesting. We're getting the story from, it's like GCPD. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like that. But we're getting the story from the point of view of the civilians, from the point of view of the cops, from the point of view of the, from the, from the TV reporters, whatever the hell. Mm. And there's this super, because the one thing that we're missing from most superhero stories is the human that aspect. you don't that you only get if you're in world yeah is the mystery we know the answers oh, yeah, to every point. question almost immediately 
You know what I mean? It's like the, like there's there's so few questions left in comics that we don't have an answer for. Mm. You know what I mean? The origin of the Joker. We don't have a definitive one. Which I prefer. I don't do like when we're told where he comes from. We have a couple. And I can't say as I enjoyed the three Jokers. No. I didn't all. like that idea at all. Do you know what um, that is? I kind of like the concept of the Red Hood origin for the simple fact that Jason Todd came along and used that and then moniker I, I, almost as a try, trying to heal himself after what he went through yeah, yeah. with the Joker you know what I mean but um, I don't know how I got onto this and I'm sorry and I, I want to no, say no you're this t- talking about the, the, like the, the re, like the that as with the human aspect of a yeah. comic book story yeah I'd, I'd like to see I, it might seem well that kind of defeats the whole purpose of a superhero story except that I don't think it does because a superhero story is supposed to be about the people you save mm. almost as much as the actual hero itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've had the point of view from the hero or even from anti-heroes and villains. They've all had their own storylines. GCPD probably came closest. Uh, the Gotham TV show. No, or no. Just, there's, oh, there's, the actual there's series. A comic. The series, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, the, the comic probably came closest to that, but even then... Everybody reading it knows that Batman is Bruce Wayne. You yeah. know what I mean? I'd like to see GCP, yeah, GCPD in a city where we don't know <laughs> who that hero is. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, I just think it'd be interesting. Have just, you heard the layout for the the uh, proposed idea for the Spawn film, the new one that Todd McFarlane has been writing for fucking ages? Apparently, what they're going to do is that Spawn is going to be like, uh, it's going to be like a horror film. He's going to be like an entity that you don't know about, but it will be a Spawn film. So it's all through the lives of the criminals getting taken down one by one. Okay, so it's basically what I just said, and he came up with this idea millions of years ago already. And I'm just—he's been trying to—he's sh- been trying to sh- uh, workshop it for a while. I don't know how much I'd like it because I just—I love Spawn. That was one of the early comics that I read. Yeah. Um, which I still to this day have no idea why my mom bought it for me. Because if, if you if you ever read it, it's insanely violent. Like yeah, it's, it's pretty graphic. It's, it's, it's very graphic. Your mom bought for you. My mom would just because I I got into. What did she know about it? She never. Well, she would never open it. Ah, but the only okay. time she found out was she went. Uh, she went to Forbidden Planet one Christmas and bought me like Volume Three or whatever. Or she was going to buy me Volume Three or whatever it was. And uh, the cash register guy was just like the shop attendant was just like, just out of curiosity, you don't look like a a person who'd read Spawn comics. Uh, who is this for? And she goes, that's for my son. And she was like, he was like, what age is she, what age is he? And she's like, he's twelve. And she goes. No, you cannot be reading. A 12-year-old cannot be reading this. This is horrific this is the stuff. the dude in the shop saying Dude in the shop, okay. yeah. Now, fair play to him, to be yeah. fair. That's yeah, not that's a bad... Res- like, like, I, 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 I would do the same. That's, yeah. that's responsible I'm, service. I yeah. mindlessly hated him for years. <laughs> but the other one was like, uh, my dad grew up reading Judge Dredd comics when he was yeah. younger, um, which is another... Like, they weren't that violent when he read them, or at mm. least he said, I don't remember them being as unbelievably graphic as they were. And then I started reading them, and he just happened one day to go oh fuck I'll see what the the Judge Red comics are like now and he was just like I cannot believe I've been buy, buying Bower this for there, months there, like was, for a, me, there um, was a shift oh there, yeah there was a, a an increase in like the violence was always there in the early Judge Red stories mm. but it always seemed to be just off screen yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing yeah. you know what I mean it's also like you'd see the gun go bang and you'd see Maybe blood spray this way towards the person who just, but you never see the actual wound. It's also black extent. and white, though, is the big difference. Yeah, they made yeah. it into color. I think in the 90s they started doing it in color, and, and that yeah, obviously like 2008, changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But no, I have to I have to say though, when it came to like Judge Dredd was cool. Mm. I like Judge Dredd, don't get me wrong. And at that age when I was reading it, I have to admit I was a huge fan of Durham Red for obvious reasons. <laughs> Uh, but my favourite uh, of all of them, I mean, yeah, Stratnam Dog was also quite good. But my favourite of all of them was the Genetic Infantryman. And I got very excited there a couple of years ago when they said that they were going to make a movie about it. Oh, Genetic Infantryman. Uh, blue skin. Is that not he, he, he was wearing basically a Vietnam... Rogue Warrior. Rogue Warrior. Rogue, yes, yeah, Rogue yeah. Warrior. Yeah, Rogue Warrior, yeah. Um, they've been trying to make a Rogue Warrior film for years yeah. and it would make a great movie I if they did so. make it it'd make a brilliant movie I think movie. so because yeah. so. you've got I mean the, just the mere concept of I, I want to see the origin story I want to see the team mm. before um, spoilers for a story that came out 30 years That's ago sorry, sorry. 40 years <laughs> well, that one but I want to see the team die and him reclaim their chips yeah, and yeah. actually start slotting them into pieces of his equipment. I want to see that happen. I want to see the initial conversation between those guys when they realize, oh shit, I'm now just your gun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, because I would imagine it took a while before they got all cool with the idea of just being a piece of his equipment. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't understand, when somebody dies, they take their chip and they plug it into them and that person basically becomes alive within the equipment. I guess is kind of yeah. the best way to put it. But it also gave it, it, like it gave the equipment, it always seemed to give the equipment some sort of upgrade. Upgrade, yeah, yeah. You know, but, oh, the, great but the main series. thing was to continue having his companions with him. Mm. And, and a way, like the original story, because the story was set in a wasteland after the final war or something like that, I believe it was, there was nowhere to bring those chips back to. But the original idea was always that the chips would go into that piece, into the helmet or into the gun or into the backpack so that you could bring that consciousness back to base and that experience and that knowledge and that wouldn't be lost, you know? And who does, who wants to do cool. that when you can make it into a missile launcher? <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, I, I just thought, sorry. No, you're all good. We're hitting an hour mark, by the way. That fucking flew by. Are so. you are you bored yet? No, no, I'm no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying we're, we're hitting an hour mark. But so I was like, we'll do the film questions now. Film. Oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I know you're big into film. What would be like your favorite go-to movie? Oh my god, <laughs> that's actually a good question. Oh, um, <laughs> what's your favorite? I, I do have an immediate answer, but it's not a movie I've actually watched recently. But it's a movie that I will watch. At the drop of a hat, and there's very few movies that I would just quite happily just. Oh, you want to watch this now? No problem. Yeah, we we'll yeah, just yeah. turn off the phone. We we'll watch this now, and it's going to be a little bit weird considering you know it's not all that macho or anything like that. And it's actually The Princess Bride. Oh, The Princess Bride oh is a lovely God. movie. That's my a great name movie. is Diego Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. No, it's a, it's but a good film. In all fairness, that might be the most. That is the most famous quote from the movie. Well, it my favorite <laughs> quote from well, my favorite quote from the movie is actually "As you wish." As you wish, yeah. yeah. And I used to say that to a, an, an ex of mine. Oh, you little uh, sweetheart, my love! <laughs> like, I made her watch the movie something like three or four times before she realized why the hell I was saying it to her. And it's like she never copped. She yeah. like she never copped until like the fourth time. Or something. That's why you're always saying that to me, you <laughs> asshole. You're being nice and loving. Oh my god! How she dare just, she you? Gave out, she gave out to me because I was being all romantic, and she, she, I'd never given her the chance. Did she just to think you're being condescending or something? Was no, it? no. She thought I was. I don't know what she thought I was being, but it's like, I swear to God, I, I showed her the movie. Yeah. And and then I, as you wish, as you wish, for the next couple of months, and she just 
she never remarked. She never. We watched the movie again. It's like, as you wish, as you wish, as you wish. And she never seemed to cop it until like the third or fourth time we watched. <laughs> Wait a second! Is this why you're saying this bullshit to me every fucking? She didn't say that. She didn't oh, have that, that So cute. Yeah, that is well, cute. No, it's. No, it is. It's a great movie. I like. I. St- I still find it funny that when. If you don't have internet and you search something on IMDb, it's the cover of your man going, inconceivable. Search. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Uh, it was just, and also the fact that Inigo Montoya eventually becomes Gideon in Criminal Minds is just mind-blowing. I've never watched Criminal Minds. You never, the original Criminal Minds, he's like, well not, I don't know if it's the first version of I think it's the first version of it. He, he ends up being the old mentor that has to come back out of retirement oh good okay you know, he's gone from being like in my head from princess bride being this kind of i don't know what age he was but the character was supposed to be young enough you know what i mean yeah but it never is like uh to and then the next thing, time i see him he's in his the character i should say is in his 60s maybe mm. and he's this mentor to I'm such a complete I'd never seen anything of him, that, that actor, I should say, between the two things. Sure. And I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> oh, she... Now, not, just, just so as everybody out there in, in, in internet land knows, she had to Google <laughs> her favorite what her movie. favorite movie I, was. I, I <laughs> yeah. was going completely blank. I had my top three. I couldn't remember for the life of me what my top one was. And I was talking about it to someone the other day and I found a conversation. Train to Busan. I've never seen it. It so, is. Sorry, that's it. a Train horror to, film. Train to Busan. Basically, it's it's an Asian movie. It's a zombie film. Yeah. It is absolutely beautifully done. Absolutely beautiful. Like you know, like it's like a martial a arts of, zombie film, isn't it? A what? Martial arts zombie film. No, no, not really. It's more just kind of the relationship between people. All right. Okay. During it, like they go kind of not totally, but. Towards the psychological. Is there martial arts in it? There is, yes. Of course, it's an Asian <laughs> so film. So if you're a boy and you're watching this movie, it's a martial arts zombie movie. No, it's a very well-known film. Girl, watch, and I'm being all gender specific now after me giving out 20 minutes ago. About her being, <laughs> but no. Okay. No, but it is. no oh, I think ahead. it's just so beautifully done and the zombies are genuinely scary. Yep. And basically, to anyone who doesn't know, it's about basically a father and a daughter going on a train to Basan so the daughter can be with her mother mm. um, for her birthday because the dad's always in work and kind of neglects the kid. Okay. So, and all of a sudden, a zombie apocalypse happens and they're stuck on a train. And it is absolutely beautiful. The ending... Sorry, I thought I was Go. It's absolutely beautiful and the ending will make you bawl your eyes out. Like I've shown this guy who I've Spoilers. never seen cry. I know it's not spoiler. <laughs> I'm not saying what happens. I'm just saying you will cry. You will bawl your eyes out. And if you don't, you're a horrible person <laughs> with no emotions. Like Oh my god. But I've seen like I was dating this guy, super like level headed. Never seen him like get really upset or even cry or anything like that. That dude. <laughs> sitting in my bed bald his eyes out and we're just there hugging each other crying it's it's a beautiful if you ever movie. want to make a man cry play gears of war gears of war 3 <laughs> dom <laughs> no no or Do you play, not think so? play telltale oh. the walking dead <laughs> yeah, well, finish that's... the first season you will cry yeah well that is obviously traumatic <laughs> it's, it's traumatic there, yeah, my there poor are Lee. shows there are movies that have like genuinely made me cry 
But for the life of me, and I'm not trying to be all like masculine here now. That's I all right. I really can't remember what they were. But, but the one, like, yeah, it, it happens, and that's when you like when it brings an emotion, when it brings a genuine emotion to the fore to the point where you can't control it. That's when you know you've got a good movie. Do you know a good franchise? Okay, the one that makes me cry every time I watch it, watch it every Christmas with my dad, is uh, "It's a Wonderful Life." The ending of that always tears me up. Not crying out, but tears me up. But the one that got me recently. I hadn't seen it in a while. Was uh, Flashpoint Paradox? You know the where the Flash gives Batman a letter from his dad. Oh yes! Oh yes. my god! And he reads the letter. <laughs> oh my just god. that panel when the, he's just yeah, just the, the just, just the letter just, with the tear on it. Yeah. Forget it. You, you could even take you could even take the dialogue out of the couple of panels before that, and mm. just the way that was drawn. That was a true human moment yeah, for yeah. Bruce Wayne, not for Batman. And I think, I, I, I don't know if I'm remembering this right or not, but I think in my head anyway, in my imagination, when I think about that scene and how it might be done in a movie or something like that, like they just did that Flashpoint movie with... Yeah, they did it terribly. Twit who did silly things and whatever the fact. But in my head, there's, a, there's almost a transformation. I like to picture that scene as Barry Hans Batman the Letter. mm and Batman looks at the front of the letter, recognizes that it's his father's writing, mm. and then takes off the mat, takes off the cowl, and it's Batman who gets the letter. Yeah, but it's Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne <laughs> who sits down to read it. I think even if you see it in the film, the Flashpoint Paradox movie, it's because if you know, if you're such a fan of Kevin Conroy's uh, portrayed as Batman, oh, gotcha. you notice that he uses two different voices. So when he's Bruce Wayne, he uses a different voice to what he uses as Batman, which is smart. Which is very you kind of want to if you're trying to hide. It's your very identity. subtle, but like you do notice it. But in that scene, I think when he gets when he tells Flash about like you know all the things that he did, he's speaking as Batman, and then as soon as. That he, he he says you're one hell of a messenger. He says it as Bruce Wayne. It's just like yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's it, it, it's like I haven't seen the most recent Flash movie, but uh, I I for I'm not going to say for boycott reasons or anything like that. But I have to admit the controversy around. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be. Rude. I don't want to. I don't know that much about it. But well, the, the controversy is, around it just kind of turned me off, especially yeah. when I heard about. It's like, you can be an actor and you can do some crazy shit. I mean, look at Nicolas Cage. You can do some mm. crazy shit mm. and you can get away with it and it's perfectly fine and it's just, it's part of your coolness factor. But the things that Ezra Miller is well, accused of doing. Yeah, well, the frustrating about off. the whole thing as well is that there's, you know, a couple of thousand people work on these films. Yeah, and that's, and that's the unfortunate probably thing. Probably break their back yeah. trying to put this film together. One person comes One person it. fucks the whole thing up. And just and in it, just be, by being a completely terrible person as well. Yeah. But the film is not good. It's you not see, good. Again, I haven't seen it, but I've seen the bits and pieces on YouTube. So I have the general idea of the story. And I do... I don't know if she was a good actress or not, but I love the idea of not a Cara Zor-El. Yeah. Not the cousin. Yeah. I want to see the female version of Superman. Just like I want to see the black but version of Superman. Sasha I Cal. desperately want to see the African-American version of oh, Superman. Oh, yeah, but they're still working on it. James Gunn said they're still working on that, which is great. But, uh, do, do, have you ever read uh, Justice... Uh, God, there's there's a version of the Justice League that basically did the, the multiversal... Justice I, it, I can't remember what it's called. It's called something Offworld, isn't it? Is it Offworld Superman? 
I'm not sure, but yeah. basically the the main Superman in that story is is a is a black guy who's yeah. president of America. Yeah, yeah. And you know he, he's based off Obama and all, and all that stuff. But you can imagine they had so much fun writing that as well. <laughs> writing, I had so much fun reading, reading it. They it, must yeah. have had an absolute blast yeah. writing it. You know what I mean? I was like, I want to see that because. You know, when, like, like say it's, okay, and we're getting, I'm, I'm completely, my ADHD brain is fucking going all over the place here now. But it's like with Spider-Man or Batman with the movies, and they start again, and they keep restarting. Yeah. Yes, there's a part of me that just wants to see the next story. I don't want, I don't need to see Peter Parker's origin again. again. Yeah. It's been done. Yes, you can come up with other versions. Yes, you can make little interesting twists to it. But for the love of God, it's going to be the same story oh yeah every time so please stop doing that <laughs> um but at the, at the at the at the same time it, it can be interesting if you leave the origin alone but bring more add more details to yeah. it it's like for instance it's like say with batman joe don't Chill. ever do a fucking batman origin story again nobody ever nobody ever do another batman origin story okay <laughs> Patterson did it well, but also so did Michael Keating. So <laughs> they've done it well. It's been done. We all know the origin of, of, of Batman. If it ain't broken, not, don't fix it. But that's not to say that you couldn't like add more to the mythos without having to rehash. You don't have to do flashbacks. Well, it's funny. You know, you say that, but you know the Michael Keaton one? When uh, it was revealed in the film that Joker was the killer of Batman's parents... Tim Burton was banned from Comic-Con for years because of that. Because it was revealed. No, because he put that in. It was like, it wasn't, it wasn't the Joker. You don't have to have it's supposed to be Joe Chill. It's Joe Chill. So that, but they, um, they banned him from, uh, from, uh, Comic-Con for years. He might actually still be banned. <laughs> How can you ban him? Comic fan, comic book fans can probably be one of the most toxic fan bases going. <laughs> Honestly, no, yeah. but but this, this, this is kind of my, my my initial point, which I forgot. Now I remember, when they do do this, yeah. when they do reboot the the origin, so to speak, I think of it not as a reboot, but okay, right, we're now in another realm. We're now, we're in another universe of the multiverse. Mm. That's all it is, and that's how I'm able to watch like the MCU and be able to watch that and think of that as being canon while still remembering all of the canon stuff that I've read yeah. over the years from the books, even though they've changed them. Okay, it's not a it's not a retcon. You haven't completely destroyed the characters that I've loved. I can always go back and read those comics again. <laughs> We're just in another universe now. And this is why Peter Parker never ages. This is this is why this is why Tony Stark is 40 years old. Constantly. Forever. <laughs> Since like 1970-something. Sure look at The Simpsons. Know? He's still... Te- Bart's still Come 10. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Although, that's it. What's the name of that? There, there was a very good... I can't remember it now, but it was a very good story that came out there recent... Well, not recently, but uh, Spider-Man uh, 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 run that came out. And I think it was called Life. I don't and know. And it's like it actually ages. Oh, he right. actually is like mind blowing for a comic book. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you see him like I mean, you, we've seen Spider Man in his sixties being old and all that stuff, but you never see the full story of him actually aging yeah. and having a life. Does and he get like, with Mary Jane? So, so one story, yeah. it's like 
it's the origin, yes, obviously. But then the next story is five years later. And then the next story is five years later. And he actually gets into his 40s and his 50s. And he's he's not like suddenly 16 again. Yeah. You know? My back. Come yeah. on. But, no, but one of my, fa- and I know I said this earlier about Batman, but one of my favorite Spider-Man costumes of all time is a old man Spider-Man. And he's in his 60s. And instead of having a suit under his street clothes, what he's got is blue jeans, uh, red trainers, and a reversible jacket <laughs> and a mask that he pulls out of his pocket. So it's like when he's walking down the street as Peter Parker, he's just wearing a brown leather jacket. <laughs> Something happens, he takes the jacket off, he reverses it, and on the inside, he's Spider-Man. But sure, what was that costume that he had when he was with the Fantastic Four where he had to wear just a brown paper bag over his head? Oh, that wasn't, that wasn't like, he wasn't, per- that wasn't a Fantastic Four it was. Basically, the, the story was he ended up, I can't remember the actual story, but he ended up in the the, the Fantastic Tower, in, in the Baxter building, I should say, sorry, after an adventure and his costume had been destroyed. Ah, and they okay. had, obviously they had an FF, they had a spare FF costume for him, but the FF quite famously don't use masks. Yeah. You know, they're they're out there for everybody to see. So I'm sorry, we, we don't have anything. We don't have a mask for you. So he just became the amazing Bagman. Yeah, Bagman, that was it, it, yeah. That's what it was. But the, for that, when it comes to that, it's like after, and again, spoilers for anybody who's massive in the FF, but haven't seen this yet. Johnny Storm dies. Oh yeah, and then Spider-Man replaced him. Uh, but it, it's on Johnny's request, on his, his living will is that please... I'm not saying that he has to be like full blown, but Peter Parker, Spider-Man has been part of our mm-hmm. lives for so long. He's the perfect person. If I go, he should be the person who replaces me. He knows what you do. He know he's the right person to do it. And then but the very first thing was like when he joins the FF is he shows up at the Baxter building with a Spider-Man FF uniform. So it's all blue, yeah. but he's got the mask and he's got the <laughs> FF on the on his, and Sue Storm just rips into him and says, what the hell are you doing? That's so disrespectful. It's like, <laughs> what are you talking? No, we've retired, the, we've retired the uniform because Johnny died. And it's like, no, here's your new uniform. And it's basically anti-venom. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it's just, it's a, like the new FF uniform is just white. Yeah. And it's just, it's an I've anti- seen it, it looks cool. And he gives out about, but I can't wear this. This is an anti-venom. No, it's completely different. It's like, no, it's <laughs> But no, sorry. But costumes right. in Spider-Man, wow, amazing. The, the amount of options he's had over the fucking years, like... Oh, sure, even in the games, the level of choice in it is ridiculous. No, but that's, that's the... No, you know, it's good, though. It's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I th- I'm trying to think, actually, because you just touched on the Fantastic Four, which had me going, what's, like, a, a film that you're looking for most to come out or that you can think of? Because there's quite a few. Like, I'm looking forward to that new Blade film, but I think it's going to be shite. Do you have any ones that you're um, looking for? The next time Star Wars releases a movie, oh. that's when I'm going to be excited. Did they did they not just squash the Ray films that was meant to come out? Did they get rid of that? I I think they're going back to the Old Republic. Oh. I'd be I'd be really I quite happy to see some I'm of that praying. because I so love the I'm Old praying. Republic comics. Yeah, back. I heard about the new Ray film coming out. I was not excited. I was really disappointed. I loved One to Six. I loved Obi Wan. I. Obi Wan was, was pretty good. Seven, eight, so and this nine. is where I stopped listening because obviously Obi Wan was the weakest of all of the. <laughs> no, 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 Miles doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay, Ray's story is basically Luke, but female, and yeah. a little bit more modern. But that's what I felt bad. I for don't just, like it. I don't agree with her being a Skywalker story, either. It's so boring. It's just a new skin. 
That's, that's all basically it is. what it is, and it, it's just poorly done in it's, my it's, opinion. It's yeah. like we were it's, just saying it cannot the beat one, two, six. Okay, and one, two, and three are by far the best ones. Okay, I'm sorry. This is my house, but I'm leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Michael one, actually two, has seven. got up and left. To say that they're the best. They are. Sorry, I, I, Here we I, go. I, I, I <laughs> so that you know just how angry I am about this. But <laughs> no, they are. The best is just somebody. Like I don't think Luke stuff. lived up to Anakin, hundred percent. Anakin by the age of twenty. This is definitely the hottest take I've heard he of Star Wars in a long Council. time. He was one of the dro- <laughs> strongest Jedi's there is. Luke kissed his own sister at age 22. Like, he didn't Did achieve... He, know it was he a didn't know it was a sister. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he hasn't achieved the same things Anakin has age-wise. Okay, yes, he becomes this, one of the strongest Jedis later on. Well, there was some sheet that was out recently that was saying that Daisy Ridley's character, Rey, is actually stronger than Luke and Anakin. No, no, this is what I mean. This is... <laughs> no, no, not allowed. No, no, no. It was perfect. <laughs> it was she perfect. Has, she has the potential to be truly strong, but if you're... And I don't want because I know where you are in Rebels at the moment. I am not watching Rebels yet. And I'm I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for Mills. But when you look at where Anakin is at by the end of Ahsoka, mm. it's like he's truly actually fulfilled the prophecy. By like okay, okay, in him, about Ahsoka, in, okay. I'm sorry. I'm trying <laughs> I'm to talk so abstract, to get to it. but. He, he's fulfilled the prophecy inside himself. You get me? Not he hasn't balanced the force. Yeah. But he is a true representation, I think, of a balanced force. Because you see in that fight with the Soka, and just so as you know, uh, Mills has actually got her fingers in her ears right now. And <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. In her head, she's going la 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 la. Spent too many hours. <laughs> But when you see that final, not final battle, but when you see that battle between Anakin Skywalker and Ahsoka in the, what, what's it called? The Worlds Between? Oh. That area, that space. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. I've we've, it's been, it's been, Milo, we haven't watched it yet. <laughs> it's been discussed. <laughs> go, go watch it. And it, it basically, it brings you, it will bring you all the way back to the father, son, and daughter storyline of the Clone Wars. And mm. anybody who's seen that knows what I'm talking oh, about. And hopefully nobody who hasn't seen it is not spoiled by it. If you have not seen Clone Wars, watch it. I've, I've heard they're both brilliant. Like, they're both great shows. I just haven't got around to watching them yet. Can't watch, no, I, Clone I mean, Wars yeah. is the perfect show. I'm not, show like, a major Star Wars fan. I'll go see them. If you want, them. like, to understand, like, kind of the human side, the emotion side... Once again, I'm bringing that back up, you know? It's a theme. Clone Wars is amazing. It's amazing. It really sh- And Ahsoka is absolutely brilliant in it. And I'm so excited yeah. to see the movie. But I want to finish Bad Batch and then Mandalorian because she's part of it. What's Bad Batch again? Bad Batch is, um, you know, Clone Force 99? No. They're kind of... They're the kind oh, of the mutant the, like, clones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. they have enhanced abilities. No, well, they're mutated, but their abilities are good like I, one's really I strong like one's an amazing me to tell you things that i told her several months <laughs> no, ago no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I watched this okay it's not just things about you milo <laughs> but yeah it's basically clones with enhanced abilities and um they're not affected by order 66 because um the chip isn't oh right okay okay your average mm. clone as well and i think one of them had to actually remove it as well mm. 
And it, it is quite a human, again, it's, a, it's quite a human story. I, I, I would agree with that because it shows that the, like, the clones were they're not just clones, well. they were just morals people. play into yeah. this. And the fact that any at any time the Empire could kind of like, okay, yeah, you're, you're people, but not anymore. Now you're doing whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah now you're doing order order. Now you're doing order 66. Yeah. Now you're doing order 120. You know, it's like that, that's that There's, is slavery. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically, that's a slave race that they created inside Star Wars. You're seeing clones basically disobey the good soldiers follow orders. That's what Bad Batch is basically about. Clones are actually thinking for themselves and thinking, are we doing the right thing? And going against the Empire because they disagree with it. Mm. No, I need to... Like, I know everybody that I know, even people that I know that are not, like, as, you know, the stereotypical, like, when they say, like, into kind of sci-fi and all that kind of character, people that, like... People do gravitate towards Star Wars. They say that all those kind of shows are just fantastic. The only one that I didn't like that I've watched was I did not like... Uh, Boba Fett didn't the book of Boba Fett I didn't like I that I won't say it was it wasn't as like I mean if you think about it was it this, how many seasons did they do of Boba Fett was it one or two but I in the Mandalorian like halfway point halfway point on Boba Fett they felt the need to bring the man the, Mandal- they, they, they had a Mandalorian episode yeah they um, did yeah he's the original and that's clone what kind of or the son which is unfortunate he, Sorry, he's no Django is the original clone oh so then the son that's yeah. Boba right? yeah but the Boba yeah. Boba is also a clone. Yeah. Well, yeah. But he's he's an undoctored clone. Undoctored, yeah. No, yeah, he actually no sped up, no accelerated yeah. growth. You see that in one of the movies in Star Wars, anyways. Yeah, yeah, he's in the, he's in Attack of the he's episode in Attack of the Clones. No, he's in Episode Two. He's in Episode Two. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, there you are. But it's it's it's, it's, it's when Obi Wan he gets a fucking brutal death. Like the... <laughs> he gets decapitated. Who thinks that for a master Jedi, maybe Obi Wan should have possibly noticed the jetpack yeah. in the freaking closet? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know that they were doing it in such a way to try and let the audience see it happen without the Jedi see it happen, but they didn't quite pull that off. No, they didn't pull a lot of stuff off with the original tri- the the trilogy. One, the, two, three. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. rude, but okay. It's not rude. It's, it's true. You guys it's are true. allowed to be wrong. It's, it's fine. What was this, the midichlorian? No, hold on, hold on. When the most interesting conversation that came out of those three movies is, is Jar Jar a secret Sith? Then that was that was not successful. No, if that was the most talked about thing stupid, okay. at the end of those movies, What, do you think no. he was? No. Oh, okay. But like, why is that the most interesting conversation? <laughs> I'm not saying it's the most. It was the most. most it's one of the most talked about conspiracy what, theories. What yeah, about the film. Obi Wan yeah. and Anakin and the higher ground. There's so many references. The higher ground. I have the higher ground now. <laughs> oh, for the love of. There's so He's many. He's a Jedi trained since like what? It, uh, Jedi's are trained since like they're. So was Anakin. Born. Yeah. Maybe Anakin wasn't because he was found a little bit later, but they are literally. Since birth, yeah, they're younglings. What the hell difference <laughs> does a two meter height <laughs> oh, difference gonna make to going somebody towards. who can force jump? <laughs> no, what I mean for the is, love of God, all he had to do was jump the other way. Hey, yeah, it doesn't really make any onto sense. If he jumped the other side of the freaking lake of fire, <laughs> then not only would Obi Wan Kenobi not have the high ground, he would now have to come to Anakin because Anakin was not the guy. Only one didn't have any mission there other than to stop Anakin. Okay, I'm not. I'm not on about. 
high level. I'm talking about that scene in particular, like the fight scene. I thought that was a It's because it ends. It it's, really it's an amazing one. fight scene. Yeah. It was a very good fight scene ended by a dumb an internet mo- Yeah. Basically, you know what I mean? I hate you. That made me cry, okay? It traumatized me. It was my first time watching, like... Oh, yeah, it was very violent for a kid's film. It was my first time I watched yeah. Star Wars without even knowing who Darth Vader was. Like, I watched, obviously, oh, uh, 4, 5, 6 there first. we go. Did you watch the first... Did you watch 1, 2, and 3 before you watched 4, 5, no, and 6? No, no, So I watched 4, 5, 6, but I had no idea who Darth Vader was. Oh, okay. So, and then I watched 1, watched 2... you 6, then you knew who... No, I mean, before watching any of them. Before... Watching Star Wars for the first time. Star Wars blind. Okay, good. I went in blind. So yeah, the third movie really made an impact for me because I loved four, five, six singing. There's no way to top that. Then I watched one, two, three. I was like, oh my God. When you say the third movie, you mean episode six. The one with Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah, that's episodes. That's episode three. That's all of them. What? No, I mean the one, the one where Anakin well, you're being pedantic Darth Vader now. Is, you know, <laughs> he's running alive and um, Padme, my... Okay, so that's one, two, three. Yeah, so where Padme dies as well. Like, to be honest, like, I don't blame him. Like, it's Padme. What? I would I would kill for Padme too. Oh, okay, sorry. No, not my type of... Not my type it's of okay, you can be blind too. Blind and stupid. <laughs> say she wasn't a good looking girl it's just, it's just oh no I just I no. love her as a character I'm the, I'm as well. the only one like I, no I know I'm not the only one like I've especially in Clone Wars she was a brilliant character well, the, the one scene that drives me mad out of all of them is mm. in Revenge of the Sith when it's they try and take Palpatine down and he kills two Jedi Masters when they don't move <laughs> within, within an eye blink within an eye, they yeah. don't move <laughs> They kind of, I mean, I understand. They have to do it some way. I know. They have to do that because it's to show how powerful he was. Yeah. So few scenes where at that stage there was so few scenes where you see Palpatine actually do anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean Emperor Palpatine. I think that's the first scene you've seen with him. Does he he never has a lightsaber? I think that's the only scene that he has a lightsaber next to the fight with Yoda. No. In are we just talking movies? Are we talking everything? Movies. In, in movies, movies I think so because in Clone yeah. Wars he does well until, until we get to Rey no, no he doesn't no, he doesn't use a lightsaber he can say he she defeats him the exact same fucking way he's been defeated every single time well, you haven't force seen lighting it. somebody and doesn't know when to stop well you haven't seen Clone Wars <laughs> no I have not seen Clone Wars watch Clone Wars okay and by the time you get to season 6 <laughs> or right, 7 okay. is it I think he he ends up in a massive fight against Darth Maul and and Savage. Annoyingly enough, annoyingly enough, I've actually seen that fight because my friend was watching it when I came over, and I've seen that. That's a great fucking scene. It's brilliant. What I like most about Palpatine and his lightsabers is that he's it's like you never see these lightsabers except for a few times, as you're saying. He he doesn't use them very often, but he's got like he's got them built out of lightsaber resistant material. That is also, as far as the Jedi is concerned, ostentatious hmm. and would never be. It's this gold, similar. I can't remember. The, it, 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 there's a name to it. It's like it's their version of adamantium or whatever the hell it is. You know what I mean? If, if we're, are we taking too long? No, no, no. We, I'd say we do, but we're at an hour and twenty, so we we'll probably do like maybe one more question. <laughs> Yeah, time. Uh, I need to head around. Yeah, I need to head home as well. Um, <laughs> God, sorry, I could talk for No, you're all good. Hours. I'm oh, very much nice. enjoying this. Um, I'm trying to think of one more last one. Oh, actually, do you guys have a favorite director by any chance? I can't say I do, no. Yeah, no, I don't think I do either. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have a favorite director for the same reason 
that I couldn't, I, I, I rarely remember the name of actors. <laughs> that, that's my it's, reason. So. It's, I'm here for the, I'm, I don't know if an actor would appreciate this or not. But if it's a good movie, I've forgotten that that's an actor. And but that's I'm looking at the, that's at the, the intention story. of an actor. Like it's very it's very annoying yeah. watching a film where you're looking at an actor who's like playing the same. Like say for instance, like Anna Taylor Joy, right, is an amazing actress. But because she's in so much stuff now, I just see her all the time as Anna Taylor Joy. She's right. in everything, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to get away from just going like, oh, that's Anna Taylor Joy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so upsetting seeing such a that's... good actor being such a shit movie, and you know it's not the actor; it's the director or the writing that, that's mm. kind of why i was so or like that nicholas cage um he was in this movie where he doesn't speak at all it was uh basically kind of like five nights at freddy's but not five oh nights at freddy's. yeah 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 what a terrible film now i'm not a big nicholas cage fan but he's in a lot of movies for a reason well to be fair he, he went financially bankrupt yeah he ha- uh, he so he, he admits himself he had and to then, do a lot but of shit he was movies. in a movie where he plays himself as well yeah, the um, I thought that was actually a really good film. I haven't seen that one. I I enjoyed it. It's, the impossible really something funny. of having immense talent or something it's called. Yeah, like, it, it yeah. is actually a really funny film. Yeah, I heard it's good. I thought it was quite good. Like I'm not a big fan of him, but that movie was genuinely good. him and Pedro Pascal. Oh, here's exactly here's that's a good. A, that's a, that's the thing I was kind of gonna I was gonna touch on there for a second. It was like it's almost the Pedro Pascal thing. It's like when he had the helmet on for the first season. Of Mandalorian, where you don't yeah, see him at all. Okay, uh, careful with Mandalorian. Um, I haven't watched it yet. Okay, I'm not. not I'm not actually going to talk. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to. Strangely, I'm going to talk about a Kingdom of Heaven. Oh. Okay. This is this is out of nowhere. I know this. The is Orlando Bloom film. Um. Hmm? Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Clive Owen. Also, many people don't seem to remember this. Edward Norton. Is he in it? I've never he's, seen he's it. He's the prince. Is he? With the. With the mask on I've his never face. Se- I've never seen... I know... With he the pre- got Oscar nominations. I think he, he actually won an award over this. And it showed that the guy, while apparently is a tiny bit of a diva or whatever the hell, he's also an incredible freaking actor. Yeah. Because number one, nobody knew it was him. He never put any credit... He, he never... He insisted that he didn't get credited during the theatrical release. Okay. And no... He didn't get credited until it came out on DVD sales. Really? And... It just showed that kind of a diva move, though. <laughs> need, if the actor is good enough, you don't need to know it's the actor. Well, sure, Carl Urban's a fine example of that in Dread. Oh, oh, but you at the same time you, you still know it's Carl Urban, yeah. But it's, it's Urban, but it's great but, though. But that's what I was going to say about the 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 MCU when they when they started, and even to 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 a certain extent to today, they haven't. Like, I'm so glad Tom Cruise was not Iron Man. Because if Tom Cruise had been Iron Man, it would have been a Tom Cruise movie, mm. yeah. not an Iron Man movie. Yeah. But Robert Downey Jr. was just on the just obscure enough. Not obscure. I'm not going to say that. We knew who he was, but because yeah. of the issues he'd had before, he was never a megastar. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But he was able to come in there clean to an awful lot of people that hadn't seen him in other stuff. Or, and with a very bad reputation. And with a very bad... Yeah. He was able No, to, he did. He had a, he had a yeah, horrendous... He's a criminal. He's yeah. yeah. He was able to come in and become Iron Man. Arrested, drunk with a load of cocaine and a fully loaded Magnum, naked. But no a, one thinks about that well, now. About in, I know, exactly. Well, in a way, that's the perfect person to play Tony Stark. It is, yes. The alcoholic. You <laughs> yeah. know what yeah. I mean? So, like, for instance... You saw mock-ups of Tom, of Tom Cruise as Iron Man. But the one that I kept seeing was him as superior Iron Man <laughs> from the Axis storyline, where he's got the white Iron Man suit 
but the faceplate is taken off. So you can see his face and you can actually see his hair. And that's Tom Cruise in there. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you're going to get an, a, a relapsed Tony Stark, yeah, it's like, I would have almost preferred, right, have Tom, have Tom Cruise in for the first three movies and then have Robert Downey Jr. in for the superior Iron Man movie. You know what I mean? Because he would have been perfect for it. And he still is. Oh, still That's is, why yeah. I don't want him to be dead. I don't want him to be, you know? Well, he said that he'd come back, but I kind of don't want him to come back at the exact same time as well. I, I like the idea that they did in the comics with Ironheart. Yeah. Where he comes back as an AI hologram. Yeah, that's all right. Well, I think that... But they the might overuse it at the works, same time. I'm, I'm just wondering yeah, if right. maybe it's a bit cheesy for movies, you know what I mean? Because to have this... Like in the comics, he's like this blue light thing. <laughs> but every now and then, he, he gets to... Later on in the comics, he actually gets to be a blue light thing, but inhabiting an Iron Man suit. So he can actually... Move, he has a physical presence as well, you know <laughs> what I mean? And I was just... Oh, gosh, no, 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 no. What? No. It was just... I, I don't want I don't, basically I just don't want Tom Cruise as Iron Man I just don't no because it will become the Tom Cruise show like that's 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 the yeah, whole thing yeah you know what I mean? and, and that's why I liked MCU because they never they had really good actors mm, perfect they casting they never had like they never had actor they haven't had actors in there that ever made the movie oh this is this is a Josh Brolin movie no mm. this is just a good movie yeah with a really good actor who happens to be called Josh Brolin in it. That's why I don't think Chris Evans gets enough of a look in as Captain America. That was a fantastic portrayal. Fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Near, Literally near, near, near perfect. perfect, yeah. Near perfect, I would say. But I wouldn't... Anything that was wrong with it, I wouldn't say it was his fault. I would say it was... Like, Captain America, the the, the first... Avenger. Avenger. Was probably the closest to perfect. And then it kind of got diluted a little bit because... There was a team now. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, they had to devote time to other characters, which is a good thing because we wanted to see those characters mm. as well. You know what I mean? But I, I do like the way that they've built it because almost every character got an individual movie before they got a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so, so you got to meet these characters before you had to deal with six or seven <laughs> of them at once. You know what I mean? And they balanced it very well. Yeah, I think they did a great... And that's what they... I think that's what they did better... Than the DCU. Yeah, but DCU just tried to rush it. That's the only issue. Well, and they also tried to to make them... All right, this is a Ben Affleck movie. Yeah. This is a Henry Cavill movie. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like... Because you had names above the title. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not the Avengers anymore. It's Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, movie. yeah. You know, that kind of... Boy. No, but guys, I think we'll leave it there. Um, that was a lot of fun. I would like to do that again. <laughs> Thank you so That's much for coming on. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. You're very welcome. I enjoyed every second of that. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll call it a, we'll call it a day there. <laughs> Excellent. Hope you enjoyed yourself. You're very welcome. So that is the end of our episode for today. I want to give a huge thank you to Milo and Mills for coming on the podcast and chatting with me. Um, it's really, really fun to do something on the podcast that's a little bit different to the normal episodes that we do, especially to have two people on that. Uh, love the kind of same shit that I don't normally get to talk about on this podcast so it was very 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 fun um, if you enjoyed that episode and want to hear more just like it please give the podcast a follow uh, very much helps me out and um, you can follow me on social media on Instagram at the Who Art Thou podcast um, where I update quite regularly uh, so if you want to get updates on episodes that's probably the best way to do it and uh, yeah so I just want to say thank you very much for listening to the episode I hope you enjoyed it uh, it's going to be a very jam-packed week of episodes uh, this week we're going to have quite a few so uh, stay tuned for that and but the main thing is thank you for listening hope you have a lovely day and goodbye